When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It's Thursday, January 27th. Yesterday we had another wild day. Um, it was crazy. So far this week we've had Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday all with thousand point or near thousand point swings on most of the indexes. Um, it's been nuts. Uh, yesterday, uh, two o'clock was the Fed meeting notes and then a press conference from Jay Powell. If you were watching the the indexes. Um, specifically the S&P, Dow, and, and, and the NASDAQ. Essentially what happened was when the notes were released, um, there was a thought that maybe they weren't going to raise interest rates in March. Uh, so the, the, the indices went <laughs> crazy. Um, I think I saw the NASDAQ go from, uh, from around... Uh, 300 or I'm sorry, 100 up to around almost 400 up. So it was a little nuts. Uh, it went, it, it went a little haywire. Let's say that. Uh, then when he started speaking, um, it went even more haywire to the downside. Um, if you look at the uh, the the S and P or or the Nasdaq or the Dow, essentially what happened was while he was speaking, it was a free fall. It was a ski slope all the way down. When he stopped speaking, it started to recover a little bit. So um, overall, the summary is he didn't say anything that the market wasn't expecting. Uh, he said rate hikes are in the near future. He said they will start uh, stop the, the quantitative easing, which means that the, the Fed has been purchasing um, uh, mortgage-backed securities and, and other securities and, and, and bonds. Um, and to the tune, I believe, of $80 billion a week, somewhere in that neighborhood, maybe $140 billion per month, something crazy, crazy, crazy. They have a $9 trillion um, balance sheet right now. So they're going to stop purchasing um, by the end of March. After that, they'll start reducing their balance sheet, meaning that $9 trillion will slowly come into the market. Now, remember, the Fed goal is to increase... Um, uh, increase interest rates in order to keep inflation under control while also making sure that unemployment remains low. So the employment uh, factor is also in there, but that's the main portion of the Fed. So essentially, Jay Powell doesn't care if you uh, if your 401k goes up, if your, uh, <clears throat> you know, brokerage house a brokerage account goes up or down. He doesn't care. So where are we now? Um, we are going to start the day. It's been a roller coaster ride. So my assumption is we're going to start the day um, slightly up. Uh, there were some earnings reports yesterday. Uh, one of the main ones was Tesla. And Tesla's always been a crazy, crazy volatile stock. Um, if we look at it right now on pre-market, um, 
it is slightly down. It's going to, it looks like it's trading right now at around 9.33. It closed yesterday at 9.37. It's gone all the way down to the 800s, I believe. Yeah. Um, in pre-market. So that one's a little crazy. What, what we've always expected from Tesla was new product announcements. What are they going to do in the future? And specifically, Elon said on the, the last earnings call, not this uh, this one yesterday, but the last earnings call that he would only be on during important earnings calls. Well, he was on yesterday, so which meant it was an important one. Um, he pointed out that their most, um, their biggest bet this year is the Tesla human-like robot and self-driving cars instead of just the car. So it's clear that Tesla is moving towards a uh, manufacturing kind of company. Um, they're opening up the Giga plants in uh, Berlin and in Texas. And if he's focused on human-like robots, most likely that is for the factories. Um, what they've done is they've been able to show the car manufacturers of the world that they can move uh, they can implement manufacturing much more efficient than any other automaker in, in the world. Um, essentially, you look at GM, you look at Ford, and their margins are in the teens. Um, Tesla yesterday announced that their margins were 29%. Just to give you an idea, um, one of the, the key hardware companies that that is out there that has high margins is Apple. Apple's able to charge a premium for their products, um, and they're at 31%. And Apple reports today, so that'll be interesting. One of the uh, the, the shocking numbers that I heard on uh, Marquez Brown's um, YouTube channel, uh, MKBHD, I think it is, but he was going over texting. If you haven't watched that video about texting um, and SMS and, and RSS and all of that stuff, uh, I think it's RSS, I don't know, but if you haven't watched that video, I, I, I urge you to go and watch. It's about a 10-minute video. It's a, it's a master class on how texting works, um, why Apple and, and Google can't get it together. But one of the shocking numbers was that 18 to 24-year-olds um, that own iPhones, the percentage is somewhere near about 70 to 80%. That's crazy that that many kids have iPhones. And it's not that that many kids have iPhones, that that percentage of phone users in this country have iPhones. So it shows you how dominant that that walled garden that Apple has in iMessage, in uh, iCloud, in all of those things. That's why the services is growing so much. So um, Apple reports today, it should be an interesting quarter. They're they're down from their highs. Um, I, let's see what they're trading at. They were up earlier. Um, they their high their 52 week high is 182. They're trading right now at 161. They closed yesterday at 159. So um, it is a heavy heavy portion of my portfolio. Uh, Apple is my savings account. Uh, I don't look at this thing as to what it does every day. I don't get nervous about it. I don't, you know, I, I think I bought my first share of Apple in 2006. Um, I have yet to sell any shares of Apple. To this day, I've never sold a share of Apple. Um, Jim Cramer says, own Apple, you don't trade it. Um, one of the, the things that I want to point out today, too, 
is uh, today's like Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and probably today are good for traders. Traders like volatility. They like things that go up and down. That can make you a lot of money if you know what to do. Uh, some of the, the channels that I listen to are uh, Zip Trader U on, um, on YouTube. I like Charlie. Uh, I think he gives good analysis. I, I think his, uh, his stock uh, prices are a little out of control. He, I, I don't think, don't listen to him when he says this stock going to $10. Anybody that tells you they know where a stock's going, they, they don't know. Uh, that's just a guess, and it's just as good as any any Wall Street firm that tells you their price target. I think the price targets on Apple are around 210. It'll get up there at some point um, with inflation going up. It's going to go up with Apple buying stock back. It's going to go up. But don't listen to anybody. Zip Trader's a good one that that I actually watch. And if you want to watch some of the uh, some of his uh, courses that he has on uh, on YouTube as well, uh, that's good. If you want to actually learn how to read candlesticks and how to um, maybe look at some of this volatility and make some money, Trendspider has a YouTube channel. And it, it's one of the best because they just give you, and yes, it's on the Trendspider platform, but your brokerage, whoever it is, whether it's Fidelity that has Active Trader Pro, um, TD Ameritrade has Thinkorswim, um, and um, I think E-Trade has one. Uh, I think Schwab has one. I looked at Schwab. I, I wasn't impressed with theirs. But whatever your brokerage, they have active uh, trading tools, and it'll show you live candlesticks. Um, and I, I think Trendspider shows you the best one, and, and your your brokerage should have tools and videos to show you how to use this. I use Active Trader Pro. Fidelity is my, uh, my brokerage of choice. So, um, again, today, I think, you know, Apple's a good one. I, I think you're going to see some swings in Tesla. Um, do I think you should invest in Tesla? Tesla, in my mind, is probably not a buy right now. Um, my, my particular thought prior to this, prior to yesterday's earnings, was anything um, under 1,000. I thought Tesla was a buy. Their multiple is their P ratio is 304. And remember, we talked about the S&P P ratio, I think, is around 18, 19. Um, my, I, I still abide by the assumption that at the S&P probably will hit 4,000 before it hits 5,000. Um, you're about a 10% move down from, from today to on the S&P hitting 4,000. Uh, so you still have some, some significant move downside. Tesla is a big portion of the S&P, as is Apple, as is Microsoft, as is Amazon. Um, they, they, I think the top five make up somewhere around 40% of the S and P. Uh, and remember Tesla is a $1 trillion company. I think it's around a thousand, um, 1100, maybe $1,200. They're a trillion dollar market cap company. So, um, they, they make big moves. It's the most volatile of all of these stocks. Um, it could easily go down to 800. Musk yesterday said the supply chain is still playing, uh, playing games with them and it will be a significant um problem for the next quarter so uh tesla is a decent one to trade if you want to trade it i, I think if you can get tesla um around 900 I've, I've kind of moved my personal um price if i can get tesla under 900 i will do it uh, i didn't get any yesterday unfortunately then the range was 906 to 987 
um, so it never got down below that. But I do think you're going to test the 900 level. Uh, I think that would be a good way, good, good point to get in. Um, let's look at some of the pre-market stuff. Um, American Eagle Outfitters. By the way, if you haven't signed up, Jim Cramer's got on CNBC a great newsletter that comes out every morning. He's trying to charge you for premium service. I don't think you need premium service. Um, he's doing pretty poorly in his stock picks. Um, he's picked Boeing. He's picked Disney. He's picked uh, Morgan Stanley. He's picked a lot of these companies that haven't necessarily gone up year to date, but um, he's very good at long term. It's kind of like Buffett. Um, if, if you've been watching some of the the news articles, the ARC funds have been doing horribly uh, in the last year. Well, if you take a, a five, I think it's a five year chart. Warren Buffett's uh, Berkshire uh, actually matches ARC now. They've come down. ARC has gone come down so much over the past year that Warren Buffett's equaling ARC. So Kathy Wood, who is the the was the love of Wall Street. And um, I personally am invested in ARC funds, significant amount of ARC funds. And um, unfortunately, I've ridden it all the way down, but like we've talked about. But again, long term, I think Buffett, I think uh, Warren, or, uh, Jim Cramer, they have good ideas. So sign up for that newsletter. It comes every morning. He also gives you some good um, emails about <clears throat> some of the earnings that come out and how they're analyzing them. I do think that's a great newsletter if you're if you're looking to to look at companies and and see what to buy. Um, I think he was saying Abbott Labs yesterday. In fact, I own Abbott Labs. Um, he likes it. it. It has come down from the highs of about 140, and it's trading at about 120 today. Um, it does look like actually, you know, ironically, the RSI is at 27. Um, the MACD looks like it's about to cross up. You're probably going to get a buy here in the next day or two of Abbott Labs on our algorithm. Um, it's got a gap that may need to be filled um, between 139 and 140. There's a gap here at about 119 to 121. So it's probably just filling that. It looks like there's a volume shelf here. Um, actually, this is one that I probably would, would look to get into. Um, let's look at their multiple. Is their symbol and their PE ratio is 30. So, Abbott Labs, if you don't know, does testing. Um, they're the ones when you go in for a blood test, when you go for a COVID test, they have instant COVID tests. Um, they're a good one. Their earnings per share are $3.95. Um, it's a pretty good uh, 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 price on this one. Now, um, there's some analysts that let's check Finviz, and, and so you know, Finviz is a great one. Um, uh, for some of the price targets. So if you just pull up Abbott, you can see some of the most recent price targets are 146. Um, a lot of people um, most recently have neutral to buy. Uh, this is a good one in, in my mind to to look at. Uh, let's see what their dividend yield is. Um, 1.57%. So you're getting a dividend. Uh, this is a boring company to own. It's not going to go to 180. It is not a Tesla. This is not something where you're going to hold it for short term. I think I've hold, held Abbott for 10, 15 years. Um, it's a not a significant portion of my portfolio, but it's a good one. And, you know, again, this one sets up nicely, it looks like right now. But again, if you buy it today, doesn't mean that it's not going to go down to 100. 
you know, with the 10% um, market pullback, uh, stocks tend to do what the market does. It does look like the all three indices right now are showing that will open positive. Um, uh, so uh, let's talk a little bit about Apple's earnings today. Apple is based on the iPhone. And while they pull the iPhone specific um, numbers out of their earnings releases, um, what what a lot of Wall Street firms do is they uh, take the Apple supplier numbers, plug them in, and then they come up with uh, an estimated earnings. So Apple is a, uh, a behemoth of a company. Um, when I look at the algorithm, it does look like you've got a volume shelf that uh, right around 152 that it kind of didn't quite touch. There's a gap here between 166 and 167. <clears throat> right now it's a sell. The nine day is under the 21 day. Um, we're just touching the 200 day average, it looks like. Um, the RSI is at 36. The MACD is below the oscillator and it's probably going to cross up. Again, this one I would say is probably a buy here. Um, but typically Wall Street people and, and um, you know investors, they say sell the news, meaning that you don't hold on through uh, earnings. Apple is one that kind of look to get into. I don't think this is a bad price point when I pull up Apple on Finviz um, and look at the ad, uh, analyst estimates. Again, their PE is around 28. It's not crazy, crazy. The analyst estimates um, looks like in December, they're all between 190 and 210. So um, I, that's that's the, the target price of these things. Uh, more target prices will come out as they uh, as these uh, earnings come out. So they'll adjust their price target. Hopefully Apple doesn't say, hey, the supply chain is really weighing on us. We didn't sell enough, um, blah, blah, blah. I know Apple's got a backlog of uh, demand. If you've ever tried to get an iPhone in the next in the last couple of months, you know um, the color that you want may not be available. The, the memory uh, might not be available. Um, so Apple reports earnings. This one's going to be a big one. I do think that this one sets up nicely um, to get into it. Uh, let's see what it's doing on the pre-market. Um, it's trading at 161. Like I said, it, it does look like the RSI on a one-minute chart is down. The, the MACD is heading down. So it looks like we'll probably open up around 160 or so. Um, five years from now, you won't care about that one, $1 that you paid over or under or whatever. Um, they have a dividend. It's very small. Uh, it's not something that you're going to make a living on. So um, let's look at some of the others that I'm seeing. I'm seeing the ARCs up about 1%. Um, DraftKings is up another 2%. DraftKings is one I, I would stay away from. I'm, I'm unfortunately invested in it. Um, I'm dollar cost averaging at that one, but I've got some money into it. It does look like uh, everything that's been taking a beating. Shopify is up 2% pre-market. Um, Teradyne's one that I have a lot of. Uh, well, not a lot of money, but I've got a good amount in, and unfortunately, that one is down 20%. Um, that's one that I wouldn't probably get into. They 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 announced yesterday. Uh, let's see. What did they? Um, Teradyne earnings. Uh, their guidance was horrible. 
So um, it's probably an opportunity, but uh, I've got enough money in that one that I'm not going to touch it. It's staying where it's at. So uh, Teradyne's one. Uh, looks like Exxon is up. Energy's taken off. Let's look at uh, UCO and uh, SCO. UCO in pre-market is at 112. Uh, yesterday closed at 109. If you guys remember, I think we were talking about this on Monday. Um, let's look at a five-day. Um, yeah, it was around 107 or so. So you could have made, um, what, about 7%, 8% on your money over the week. Uh, I, I Again, I don't know that UCO is a great long-term. One of the questions that I had yesterday was uh, because I did say, hey, hold on to it. Um, oil's going to go to 100 it's just kind of probably uh, when. So could you buy UCO and just kind of hold on to it until oil hits 100? Yeah. <clears throat> I think I, I think there's better places for your money to, to make it quickly. But if you want to do that strategy, you could. SCO is down. We were talking about boil um, yesterday, which is natural gas. That one kind of flew up yesterday from 29 all the way up to 34. <clears throat> that's one natural gas has been flying just because of um, Europe and winter. Uh, winter, this one flies around a lot. So, you know, when we first started talking about boil yesterday, it was around 31. You could have traded it. It looks like it, it opened up at around 34, went all the way down to 31. It's, it's back up to 31 right now. Uh, the day range was 31 to 33. So it's not moving that much, but when you're talking about um, holding something from 31 to 33, you're talking about just under an 8% move. So, um, you know, if you want to make 10%, again, don't assume that you're going to pick out the pre-market winners. Um, because when I look at, at the pre-market, half of these stocks, I don't even know who they are. I've never heard of them. Uh, I, again, investing.com has a great little list here. Uh, AMD is down about 1%. Artist Pharmaceutical. Who knows who they are? Xilinx, I've heard of. They're up 5%. Um, so, in my mind, I think you're looking at Apple earnings after the bell. I, I think if you want to get in, um, in my mind, Apple's kind of, you know, trading around that 158, 159. In my mind, I think it might touch around 154. I would probably put in a limit order for 154 today. That seems to be right where it, uh, 154.87 is right where it touched, um, it looks like on January 24th. That's kind of the low. There's a volume shelf right there at 152. Uh, that seems to be a, a support level, but that 200 day is right at 158. It's touching that. I don't know that, you know, we haven't touched that since October, um, of last year. So I think it's setting up, uh, I think I won't add to mine just because I've got enough Apple, but if you wanted to play Apple today on the earnings, I think that's not a bad play. Um, again, UCO, SCO, uh, Uvixi. With all of these uh, moves up and down, Uvixi and Svixi are, are pretty good um, players. It looks like uh, Uvixi in the pre-market has been fairly stable in the 17s. It's trading at about 17.50 right now. Um, Svixi is uh, trading. It's pretty stable as well, around 53. Um, these these are ones where you can play for a one or two percent gain. Again, with free free uh, 
free trading. Why not? And and don't don't be greedy. Don't hold on to it. You know, um, make sure that you 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 have you know your 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 purchase price, and before you purchase it, you know your sales price. Doesn't matter if you missed out. Don't have FOMO. Just know your purchase price and know your 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 sales price. Um, and that's how you trade. You take one percent. You take two percent. If you want to make hold on for ten percent, hold on for ten percent. But don't be surprised when it's down ten percent. Um, you know, again, being greedy kind of loses your portfolio. So, uh, any questions on any stocks, hit me up. Um, again, sign up for Jim Cramer's newsletters. Um, go and watch Zip Trader U. Uh, don't pay for the courses on Zip Trader U, but go watch uh, Charlie. He's got some good videos uh, about MACD, about RSI, about all of the the kind of basic indicators. And if you want to learn more about the indicators and how they actually work, um, kind of in the TrendSpider platform, you can look up TrendSpider's YouTube channel. They've got a great YouTube channel with all the learnings that you can have. So, uh, again, Tesla, I think if it dips under 900, I think you put your toes in the water there. Apple, if it dips under the 160 mark, I think you dip your toes in there, which I think it will dip under 160. Um, I would, if you're trying to lowball it today, I would put it in at 154 and think that, okay, maybe I'll hit that one that's right about the 200-day moving average. Um, If it hits it, uh, you're in luck. If it doesn't, um, I think you'll still be okay at a 158 or so. I think you're going to see 158 at some point today. And remember, put in limit orders. If you're putting in market orders, you're just giving somebody else money um, because it's the difference between a limit order and a market order, a limit order, you set the price. You say, I'm willing to pay this for the, the stock. A market order is, okay, who's going to give me the stock at what price? And your 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 brokerage house just fills it at the current price. So you're letting somebody else tell you what the price is. Um, and be patient. Patience is key. So we will talk to you tomorrow. Uh, I'll have more. If you have any questions, let me know on Twitter. Let me know on Instagram, either one. Uh, Have a great day. Good luck.